Today's program was brought to you by EscapeMaker.com. Visit a farm. Escape through the net. Visit EscapeMaker.com for more. I'm Dave Arnold, host of Cooking Issues. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, a food writer and a director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deeper understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from a studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. Everybody knows sushi, but maybe not much about kaiseki or izakaya, uh, despite the fact that there are over 1,500 Japanese restaurants in New York. So I'd like to demystify Japanese food in the program with my cool guest. And my guest today is Yuji Haraguchi, who is an entrepreneur, chef, former fishmonger, and owner of a great Japanese restaurant called Okonomi in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Okonomi serves a traditional Japanese breakfast during the day and original ramen at night. His previous project was Yuji Ramen, the highly successful ramen shop at Whole Foods Market, Bari. Welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thank you. So first, um, when did you come to the U.S. and what made you become a fishmonger? So uh, I came to U.S. as a student first and then went back to Japan and then I got a uh, job that I didn't enjoy. So, But I always wanted to go back to the U.S. and then uh, pursue my uh, hobby. Mm-hmm. So, which was a uh, cooking. So, I uh, came to Boston because of the job that I found, mm-hmm. and then which was the uh, seafood uh, company okay. uh, owned by uh, Japanese people. So, that was sort of like my yeah okay. first. Uh, and uh, did you come to New York, work in New York, or somewhere else? No, uh, I was already always in uh, Boston. Okay. Yeah, New York. I just went to visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, but I was mostly in Boston for the first three years. Okay, yeah. so you studied uh, everything about fish. Yeah, so Boston has an amazing, uh, actually, fish port, uh, seafood uh, port, mm-hmm. where actually a lot of boats land and unload the fish. Mm-hmm. So my job was to do pretty much everything, from uh, finding the fish, from uh, uh, purchasing. Uh, making a sales call, delivered it to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was an amazing place to learn the whole system of how seafood distribution is uh, operated mm-hmm. uh, from the fishermen to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's like a full education kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it was a great education. Yeah, like I, when I was in Japan, cooking was my just hobby, so I had no idea how to break down the fish, didn't know anything about the fish, but the job that became available happened to be just the seafood mm-hmm. which was interesting enough so I joined and then with every day I learned something new right. it was amazing yeah okay mm. yeah I understand that uh, many American chefs uh, who are interested in really high quality fish go to your place used to go to your <laughs> your business yeah, yeah. Right. so you just go to person mm. right okay and then um, so I remember you told me that 
It was, I think, it's 2011 uh, when you were working as a fishmonger still.、Mm. Uh, we've been friends for a long time, but you told me that、uh, I want to open a ramen shop. And I was like, <laughs> did you lose your mind? Because the market was so competitive. There's、mm. so many new ramen shops opening. So, why did you decide to open a ramen, ramen shop? So, funny thing is, like, ramen was my least favorite thing to eat growing up <laughs> until I, the moment that I wanted to start a ramen shop. But Um, and I was a, as a fishmonger, I saw so many different Japanese restaurants, mostly a sushi restaurants. And then、uh, throughout my career, I just realized that the ramen was a growing a food trend.、Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was still at the beginning part. So then I thought that if I start something new at this stage of a growing、uh, market, I could impact the future、uh, growth of the、uh, market. So that's why I just、uh, wanted to、uh, put myself into the ramen business.、Mm-hmm. So they wanted to be a big influencer? <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs>、no. were, there's so much, like、uh, in the US, like、uh, when you think about sushi, there are so many different types and so many different creations、mm-hmm. that you don't see in Japan. Then I thought that the ramen at that time,、uh, everybody was making the same kind of ramen. So, I thought if I can make something truly original,、uh, I could change、mm-hmm. the market.、Yeah. Right. And you actually did, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so,、yeah. um, so, how did you start、uh, Yuji Ramen? So, Yuji Ramen started uh, uh, as a, I'll say, pop up. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So, when I was selling uh, fish. Uh, as a fishmonger? As a fishmonger, yes.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just actually asked、uh, Roberta's. Okay, <laughs> yeah, here at、uh, the station. Yeah, because I had、uh, ideas, but I never worked in a restaurant, so I had to kind of test my ramen. So the、uh, owner,、uh, Carl, was kind enough to let me come、mm-hmm. into the restaurant、mm-hmm. uh, Thursday night after they finished the service. So、mm-hmm. after midnight, I brought noodles and all the、uh, stuff that I prepared. And then、uh, they had a, a noodle basket going for me, so I just came in and then dropped the noodles and then served to the、uh, staff and also the customer that were still there.、Mm-hmm. So that's how I sort of、uh, started uh, Yuji uh, Ramen.、Mm, that's interesting. Italian <laughs> and the pizza place serving ramen yeah, after yeah. midnight. Yeah, it was just, I just needed a, a place where I could just. Uh, test my、uh, ideas、mm-hmm. and passion. Right. And、mm. you moved on to、uh, Smogasburg, which is a big uh, food market, uh, big and big、uh, food market in Williamsburg. Right. So after my uh, doing uh, pop up,、um, I got into、uh, Brooklyn Smogasburg.、Mm-hmm. And then、uh, every weekend, yeah,、mm-hmm. I wanted to create something new. To test out to the customers、mm-hmm. yeah, and while keeping the signature dishes.、Mm. Mm. So, what kind of、uh, ramen did you serve there? So, my original、uh, style of ramen is a Mazame style ramen, which is a、uh, brothless. So, right, I, so、mm. um, just for the listeners、uh, who don't、mm. know too much about ramen, so ramen usually is a, a soup and noodles. And、uh, the soup can be soy based、uh, or salt based or the、uh, pork bone based,、mm-hmm. that kind of like basic types, right? But、right. then you didn't serve that style of classic、uh, soup ramen.、Mm. Because. Yeah, so when I、uh, s- sort of.、Uh, when I look at the ramen at the,、uh, 34 years ago, I just thought that、uh, it's not always easy for some people in the US to eat. 
a noodle mm-hmm. in a hot uh, broth. Right. So and you have to slurp. You have to slurp. <laughs> it is not culturally uh, correct thing, right. I guess. Right. But uh, uh, so since I discovered this uh, Mazumeza ramen, a uh, brothless uh, in Japan, then I thought this was a perfect mm-hmm. way for uh, uh, customers here mm-hmm. to eat. Yeah, especially if they are not. Like uh, familiar with the way the traditional ramen is eaten with mm-hmm. a broth. Right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, going back to the, you, what the dishes you mm. served at the Smogsburg, what kind of mazumen? Right. So every so since my background is seafood, so uh, every season I served uh, mazumen ramen with a theme of uh, seasonal uh, seafood. Mm-hmm. For instance, like a soft shell crab, a sea urchin, mm-hmm. uh, monkfish liver. And then uh, tuna. Mm-hmm. So anything that's available, I just every weekend I just mm-hmm. try to make into ramen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was actually every weekend I create created something new. Right. It was very exciting. Yeah, mm. that's interesting because um, typically the toppings of ramen tend to be meat, like mm. pork or vegetables, right. and then you stuck with the uh, uh, fish. Just because you because you have a mission of promoting fish here? Or what, what yeah, is so there are a lot of uh, seafood in the U.S. that people are not uh, fully taking advantage of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it simply just means that it's underutilized, but it's highly valued in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, like for, for instance, like the greatest example would be the sea urchin. Mm-hmm. The sea urchin in the U.S. is not as highly valued as the one in Japan. So... I could use a lot of it here mm-hmm. and make it into ramen with a lot of it uni mm-hmm. and then still make it affordable. Mm. Mm. Right. So how did you use that the, in your So, dish? yeah, so the important thing about uh, Amazement that I created is that uh, uh, the theme of the uh, dish has to coat the noodle so that mm-hmm. uh, the toppings and the, and the noodles are not separated mm-hmm. that, which is the case for a lot of uh, places so mm-hmm. it's like a pasta sauce pasta sauce yeah right. but the pasta sauce and the toppings have to be the same com- ingredient mm-hmm. but I just cook in different ways mm-hmm. so that's uh, for sauce I make sea urchin miso sauce mm-hmm. that goes on top of the noodle mm-hmm. which is hot so when you mix it mm-hmm. it goes around the noodles and you're going to also have the fresh sea urchin on top mm-hmm. so you're going to have like two different layers of flavors of sea urchin mm. in the noodle yeah I'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. and uh, so you, d- you also did a pop-up which is a kind of a more stable pop-up which mm-hmm. is at King Folk Studio in Williamsburg yes so um, that, that was actually before Smogosburg. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that was a 2013, uh, February to June. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so that was actually my very first pop-up after Robertus. Okay. So the owner, uh, Brandon, actually I saw him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he introduced me to the guys at the owners at the uh, Kingfolk Studio. Mm-hmm. So I just started as a two-night ramen uh, Thursday and Friday mm-hmm. and then became uh, three nights mm-hmm. uh, through Saturday mm-hmm. and then I did it for uh, half a year right mm. cool sounds like you are solidly gradually building your <laughs> stage and then you jumped onto uh, Whole Foods Bowery's right. uh, food court yeah an independent uh, restaurant ramen shop mm. so how did it happen so the also Whole Foods just came to me I mean I guess they found us through Smogosburg, mm-hmm. so um, they wanted to have sort of a semi-permanent vendor, mm-hmm. and then uh, I didn't really have any restaurant, so uh, of course I would 
challenge mm-hmm. and then try to be as successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the one thing you had an a la carte menu, but also you had a ramen tasting mm. menu, which is to me, ramen is casual. Like in Japan, you just eat mm. and even like standing eating. Right, right, right. But then you Five made minutes. it a formal tasting menu. So, what is it and uh, why did you do it? Right. So, there were two things uh, that uh, made me start. The first thing was that the uh, uh, where the the location of uh, where the uh, the kitchen was located inside a Whole Foods Market, it was not a highly like a, has, had a lot of food traffic, mm-hmm. so it was important to bring that attention to that location, mm. so that people know that we are there cooking uh, mm. usually ramen. Right. But uh, in order to do that, um, I wanted to do something really creative and something people can really talk about. Mm-hmm. So I brought this uh, concept of ramen omakase, mm. yeah. So which is a tasting of all different kinds of ramen, mm-hmm. yeah, made in different shapes and different ways of eating. Mm-hmm. And another reason was uh, many times since I do a lot of seafood uh, ramen, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of customers from Pop-Up said, I wish I could eat a little bit of everything. Uh, then I always thought that I wanted to do a tasting menu mm-hmm. for them so that they could have a little bit of everything. Mm, yeah. Right. So how many courses and uh, how much was it? So I started as a five courses mm-hmm. uh, at the very beginning part mm-hmm. and then uh, I served at $45 mm-hmm. yeah, for five different kinds of ramen. Okay. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can run through uh, the example of one dinner, what kind of ramen you served. For tasting? Yeah. Yeah, tasting... Uh, the very first night, I did the uh, salmon, cheese, chilled, mazemen, mm-hmm. uh, uni, miso, ramen, ravioli. Mm-hmm. So and ravioli. Then, uh, ravioli. Oh, the yes. ramen uh, noodle, like the, the dough? Yes, yes. Huh. And then... Uh, oh, wait, wait. So, hmm? just for the listeners, <laughs> I'm including me, um, the ramen dough, what's the difference between, say, pasta and what kind of ingredients? And what's I, don't, the difference? I don't think... I'm not a noodle expert, but mm-hmm. uh, as far as I understand, I think just the only difference is that it, they both have flowers and water, mm-hmm. and then uh, the ramen uh, as the uh, uh, liquid solution called the kansui. Mm-hmm. Oh, the alkaline alkaline solution, yeah, yeah, that makes it uh, more uh, gluten developed and more chewy. Oh, so okay. I, to me, that was the only uh, ingredient that differentiates the pasta dough and ramen dough mm-hmm. then I thought okay as long as I put the kansui into a dough I can call it as ramen dough mm. whether it's with the whole wheat flour whether it is with the seaweed powders or what, what, uh, whatever mm-hmm. yeah that made me more creative okay. I think yeah right. so mm. the texture wise it's more uh, solid mm. yeah it's more solid more uh, nice uh, uh, yeah mm-hmm. like uh, chewiness okay yeah so mm-hmm. after ravioli, what ravioli, was the one? I did a, a squid ink, uh, squid squid ink ramen mm-hmm. shaped in the uh, like a ink shell, the mm-hmm. pasta shell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so made a shell and then did a squid uh, tantan sauce, which is a bolognese sauce made from only from uh, squid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's usually tantan sauce is a pork. Uh, ground pork mm-hmm. but I made a ground squid and mm-hmm. then cook it in the same way right. that became the sauce mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, clam coarse with the chewed 
ramen broth gelatin mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. hot noodles. Nice. And then the last course was a uh, smoked muscle shoyu ramen, mm -hmm. yeah, which ah. I use a French press mm -hmm. to infuse a smoke of muscle mm -hmm. into the broth and the customer pour it just like they serve coffee. Oh, yeah, wow. that was really fun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bye -bye. Mm. And like a French press pot. French press ramen, yeah, mm -hmm. like instant smoked ramen broth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> And uh, uh, the other thing you said, uh, um, you used a lot of uh, um, stock from bones, meat bones, yeah. which was available from Whole Foods. Right. So the uh, always my uh, idea was uh, a motainai. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an expression in Japan saying uh, what uh, a waste, mm -hmm. they don't waste. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there were so many uh, seafood that were motainai to me. Mm -hmm. That's why I started using all those to mm -hmm. make it available. Mm -hmm. and then Meaning the, the fish bones, yeah, fish colors. Yeah, fish bones, colors. Head. I mean, among fish livers, all these underutilized seafood. Yeah, mm -hmm. was really motainai uh, mm -hmm. to me, mm -hmm. to my team as mm -hmm. well. So, and then uh, the same philosophy applied to the bones that were being not utilized at the butcher counter mm -hmm. of Whole Foods, which was underneath of the, uh, my ramen station. Mm -hmm. So I got all the bones that was just available mm -hmm. didn't have any specific request mm -hmm. of, or ratio of mm -hmm. what kind of bone mm -hmm. we just use whatever they had and then it's changed daily so we call it daily shoyu ramen mm -hmm. right so surf and turf surf and turf yeah <laughs> meat uh, stock yeah and meat then stock fish and then topping. fish toppings and then the fish bones mm -hmm. that was yeah yeah right mm. so um so the the Tasting menu, D did people like it? Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, we still uh, do it after two years, mm -hmm. and then I had one last night, and people were. At Okonomi. Yeah, keep right. enjoying. Mm -hmm. We keep creating new dishes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so every season, every yeah, time, we come up with new ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, gonna continue. Okay. Yeah. I right. hope. Mm. So now uh, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about Yuji's uh, that amazing uh, restaurant, Okonomi, <laughs> and uh, his menu. So please stay with us. Escape. Escapemaker.com, a guide to local getaways, is offering a two-night farm escape that includes lodging, a visit to an apiary, wine tasting at a vineyard, and a special tour of Bobolink Dairy and Bakehouse in Milford, New Jersey. Transportation is included. For details, visit Escapemaker.com or come by the Bobolink Dairy stand at the new open-air Fulton Stall Market on Front Street in the South Street Seaport District. Located where New York City's public food markets began in the 1800s, Fulton Stall Market is open weekends 10 to 5 and is the first farmer's market in the city to offer ready-to-eat foods made by the farmers who produce them, along with a radio station, live music, and cooking workshops for families. Now offering spring flowers and plants, organic vegetables, pizza made in a wood-burning oven using farm ingredients, local fruit preserves, yogurts and ice cream, and Bobolink Dairy's famous artisanal cheese and breads. The market is a great reason to rediscover the authentic seaport. For more information, visit FultonStallMarket.com.
Hello, welcome back.、Uh, you're listening to Japan Eats,、uh, broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. My guest today is Yuji Haraguchi, the owner of the great restaurant Okonomi in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So, we've been talking about how you established a reputation as a talented ramen chef at the Whole Foods Market. Then you decided to open Okonomi in May 2014.、Uh, why? So, having my own restaurant was my long time dream ever since the day I started cooking as a hobby.、Uh, so, that was、uh, 10 years of my、uh, dream、uh, coming true. So, that was quick.、Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, uh, if you think about 10 years, it's a long time,、uh, but、uh, I had so much to learn every year, I guess. So, it was,、uh, I almost felt that I was a little bit early, but I was very glad that I made this happen.、Mm-hmm. Right, and you chose a place not in Manhattan but in、uh, Williamsburg. Why was that? So, I always imagined my restaurant to be a very uh, small uh, neighborhood uh, restaurant where people are, and, and I, I serve uh, healthy uh, food. So, I just wanted to find the right neighborhood that meets what we love to do.、Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. So,、um, Okonomi serves.、Uh, Uh, there are theme, two themes. One is Japanese breakfast and、uh, the ramen. During the day, you serve a, a traditional Japanese breakfast, which is very difficult even to, fi-、uh, to find in Japan. If you stay at the traditional Japanese hotel, that's almost the only place I can think of. But you serve it in New York. And、uh, w- why did you decide to serve、uh, Japanese breakfast?、Uh, so that was the first thing that I always wanted to eat. after When I go back to Japan,、mm-hmm. because the savory、uh, breakfast with the good,、uh, nice roasted、uh, seafood, and then there is no- nothing, no place like that,、uh, so as, as far as I know.、Mm-hmm. And then my seafood background also matches perfect with that thing, so、mm-hmm. I decided to do a Japanese breakfast、mm-hmm. with a、uh, daily change locally caught. Uh, seafood. Okay.、Yeah. Right. So, because the Japanese traditional、uh, breakfast is always with、uh, baked fish and rice, miso soup,、mm-hmm. and a couple pickled yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, right? So, very, ba- very balanced diet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, I've been to your restaurant like almost 10 <laughs> times、uh, for just for breakfast, and I feel always good, more energy、mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. Our restaurant doesn't use any butter and any oil.、Mm-hmm. Everything is cooked in hot water and then in an oven with a The, the fat that's inside the、uh, fish.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, what's,、uh, what exactly is served、uh, on your menu, the Japanese so, breakfast? So,、uh, the, the、uh, Japanese breakfast、uh, that we do here consists of、uh, brown rice、mm-hmm. with、uh, seasoned dry bonito flake、mm-hmm. and then、uh, miso soup、mm-hmm. that has.、Uh, Whatever the vegetable that was available,、mm-hmm. and then、uh, your choice of your fish. We usually have two or three kinds, and then the shiwayaki style, which means salt,、uh, saikyo yaki,、uh, meaning、uh, miso, sweet miso marinade,、mm-hmm. and then the sake kasu uh, marinade. Uh, which is a、uh, sake kasu is a sake leaf. Sake leaf, yes. Right, it's a full of umami.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we prep, and also kombu cure. So,、mm-hmm. we use a dry seaweed to cure the fish.、Mm-hmm. They also add another umami into the fish、right. without adding the actual salt.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the main fish. And then you always have a, a, a blanched vegetable and pickled vegetables and a small baked egg omelette.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's the price? Price is 
dollars to nineteen dollars Monday through Friday, depending on the size of the fish and the kind of the fish. Mm-hmm. The weekends are nineteen dollars mm-hmm. uh, with the extended side dishes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we also do specials. Uh, Yes, last the last、uh, weekend we did our Mother's Day specials.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, how do you get、uh, you know, that quality fish that changes daily? Do you have a relationship with the fish,、um, you know, fishermen? Or? Right. So, like,、uh, one thing I learned, uh, the, uh, learned from my、uh, seafood、uh, career、mm-hmm. is that the,、uh, the seafood is always the perfect. Uh, uh, quality when they're in the ocean, there is no unless it's farm raised,、mm-hmm. and then the fish that we serve is the wild fish, so that it's really up to who is gonna bring it for you、mm-hmm. and how fresh it is, and also how they handle it. Handle it.、Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that makes the difference because there is no so much difference in a wild fish in the water.、Mm-hmm. So it's important to have the good relationship with the. Fish prepare that you use. I mean, that was what I was doing.、Mm-hmm. And then,、uh, so that、uh, the fish I, I get right now comes from a, a local Japanese、uh, fish company called Nishimaru.、Mm-hmm. They、uh, go to Futon Fish Market every morning. So they don't have、uh, any fish that's in a storage. It's just the morning they go there and pick up whatever was the freshest. That's、mm-hmm. how I order too.、Okay. So I always. Not always get everything that I order, but I, they just replace with whatever was the fresher,、mm-hmm. right. which I love. Yeah. I'm just curious, you know, a lot of、uh, chefs here,、uh, Japanese or American chefs,、uh, go to、uh, you know, Tsukiji fish markets,、mm. uh, you know, vendors,、mm-hmm. which is the、uh, world's biggest fish market. Right. And、uh, supposedly they have the best of the best in、mm-hmm. the world, but you're not interested in getting fish from Tsukiji? Yeah, Tsukiji, getting、uh, fish from Tsukiji will be、uh, probably the,、uh, I'll say, the best option、mm-hmm. as far as the、uh, quality goes、mm-hmm. because they uh, uh, package, they also kill fish in a, always the right way and then store at the right temperature.、Mm-hmm. However, the price point will be uh, really uh, expensive,、mm-hmm. I know from my、uh, career.、Mm-hmm. And then it won't be a, a neighborhood、uh, restaurant if、mm-hmm. it's $30 or $50 <laughs>、uh, meal. So, but it's more challenging for me to、uh, work with the people here and work with the fishermen, hopefully, to be able to bring the level of the food,、uh, seafood distribution to、mm-hmm. almost the Tsukiji level.、Mm-hmm. I think that's more、uh, interesting and exciting for me.、Mm-hmm. That's great. And、uh, so I heard it's very hard to get a table, especially on the weekend, economy for the breakfast menu. It is because we have only 12 seats. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is the size、uh, that I can personally manage、mm-hmm. and I can see all the customers、mm-hmm. and I can wash all the dishes、mm-hmm. <laughs> to make sure that no food is coming back,、mm-hmm. which I think is really important. Yeah, that, that's the reason. If I have a bigger restaurant, maybe、uh, there w- won't be much weight, but、uh, I would rather make sure that everybody's、uh, comfortable, everybody having a good time, everybody having、uh, good food、mm-hmm. uh, with no food coming back.、Mm-hmm. Right. So, how long、uh, the wait could be on the weekend? Weekend?、Uh, it really depends on what time. Like,、uh, lunchtime could be more people, so, like,、uh, like, I'll say 30 minutes to one hour and a half, like in between. Okay.、Mm. That's a l o n g time. No, 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 always. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. It just depends on the day. Yeah. Right. And there's a cafe around the corner. Cafe around the corner, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, now let's talk about your dinner menu, which mm. is very innovative, I heard. So, so ramen is yeah. a dinner menu. We are uh, sort of evolving uh, UG ramen uh, under Okonomi. Mm-hmm. So we flip the menu at 6 o'clock and then start UG ramen menu. Mm-hmm. Being at the Okonomi, uh, serving breakfast makes our ramen more creative and more exciting because uh, we break down a lot of fish mm. more than before. So the fish bones and the fish livers, fish melt, fish roll, whatever that comes to fish, we try to make dish out of it mm. for ramen in the evening. Right, that's so, another motainai, wasteless. Yes. Right, so right. I tell customers, uh, it's two different meals, but you were eating the entire fish, the same fish throughout mm. the day. Wow. Yeah, so uh, it's really hard to utilize the entire fish mm-hmm. with the one type of cooking method mm-hmm. and one type of meal. But uh, since we do two different uh, meals, one roasted loin mm-hmm. meat and the other broth with the bones and the head. Mm-hmm. So that makes it really uh no food waste and also really delicious. Mm, that reminds me of uh, the recent dinner series by Dan Barber at Bull Hill. Mm. Like wasted right, right. menu. No waste at all. Yeah, like people, I always tell uh, people that when, like whether it is uh, meat or seafood, when uh, it is as a entire animal, mm-hmm. there is no waste. People would agree because it's a one thing mm-hmm. but as soon as people put the knife into the whole animal they will start separating what's waste what is not waste mm-hmm. that is really up to the people right. but uh, as a one living animal there is no waste because it's one thing mm-hmm. yeah right. that's but, a very different mindset oh uh, yeah so i think it's really up to the people it's like mm-hmm. like uh, to me the bones that were not being used at the market the butcher market was a treasure but for some people it was trash mm-hmm. that's the same mindset so right. it used to be that uh, the tuna the fatty tuna used to be thrown away in Japan because people didn't like fatty fish and right. it's now like a diamond <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's, I've started to see like in western restaurant even right. uh, skin of fish mm-hmm. it's fried right. made crisp and uh, used as a garnish so right. there may be uh, some mm-hmm. change yeah I think like it's really hard to break that boundary so I always thought the important thing is to make people realize that it is delicious. That has to that has to come first. Like uh, I, my 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 our team is a goal is to achieve multi-night cooking, but uh, like uh, it has to be delicious, and then people will realize that it is not a waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. but it can be delicious. Right. Mm. So what's the delicious example of ramen that you're currently serving? So uh, we. Uh, so the f- the most recent one that I that kind of signifies our philosophy is shabu shabu shio ramen. Okay. So uh, usually our ramen uh, ramen broth is a mix of pork bone, chicken bones, and then but we create uh, seafood bones of broth, hundred mm-hmm. percent, like, 100%, like uh, no meat. Uh, added mm-hmm. and then we can make at a 
uh, at a small small volume, not right. too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes so pescatorian ramen. Pescatorian ramen, yes. But that comes only from the fish that we serve for breakfast, mm-hmm. and then we make that super. A deep flavor, but not too rich. Very clear broth, a salt-based mm-hmm. uh, ramen, mm-hmm. so which you, you can't really add like a miso or soy sauce flavor. You really taste the broth. Mm. I love the shio ramen mm-hmm. that we have, and then also the meat becomes thin sliced sashimi mm-hmm. right next to the shio ramen broth, mm-hmm. and then customer dip the fish into the broth and lightly cook the oh. uh, fish. And then almost like a medium rare, and wow. then you sort of wrapped the noodle with a slice of sashimi, mm-hmm. shabu shabu style, and then eat it together. And then you are eating the broth, mm-hmm. and then the f- slice of sashimi mm-hmm. that came from the same fish. Interesting. Yeah. So the shabu shabu, uh, for listeners who, who don't know, mm. the shabu 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 usually is a, there's a boiling pot of water, and then very thin beef right, right, is meat, right? Right. Yeah. It's uh, just dipped. And then you st- you you eat at the table very delicate. Right. So you are you created a version of ramen, and there's no boiling pot. And then instead you use a ramen broth. Right. And so it's just hot enough to cook it, so right. it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there is this idea came from uh, actually the pop up that we did in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So we normally serve roasted seafood on top of shoyu ramen as a topping instead of roasted pork meat. Mm-hmm. Then the fish we got for the pop-up dinner in Tokyo was so good that we didn't want to cook it mm-hmm. at all. So then we decided, why don't we just slice sashimi and put it on top of the broth? Uh-huh. And then the Japanese customer totally uh, loved it because they then they told me that it it's like a shabu-shabu ramen mm-hmm. because you have a slice of sashimi on top of the broth and noodle, and which is lightly cooked and then that made me realize that yeah you can do a lot more mm-hmm. with the, uh, fresh seafood wow mm. and how much is the bowl how much uh, the shabu shabu shio ramen $16 okay yeah yeah. I'll be there tonight <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then uh, any other interesting innovative ramen example that you're serving now so uh, kaisen hiyashichuka mm-hmm Hiyashichuka is a chilled summer ramen noodle, mm-hmm. and then it's usually uh, served with the, uh, cucumbers, tomatoes, mm-hmm. and then cooked shredded uh, egg omelet. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, and it's like that name by itself represents the summer, like watermelon. <laughs> right, sh- 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 kind of, like. right. Uh, yeah, uh, hiyashichuka. Right. right, and then uh, since we have mm-hmm. so many different uh, types of uh, seafood, Mm-hmm. Like I counted other night that we had more than ten different kinds of fish on one menu. Wow! Ramen night. So, <laughs> and then the uh, kaisen uh, implies a mix of uh, fresh seafood. Mm-hmm. So we combined that uh, hiyashichuka idea with the kaisen concept because that's what we have, mm-hmm. and then making to uh, one dish. So you're gonna have chilled uh, summer uh, noodle. And vinegar base, sweet soy, sesame, and then you're gonna have uh, three or four different kinds of uh, sashimi, mm-hmm. which is uh, diverse. Like one's pickled, one's vinegar cured, one's fresh, one's hot water blanched. You're gonna have different variety of uh, fish on the noodle. Sometimes with the sea urchin, and then you mix it up and then eat it together. Noodle, just like uh, yeah, 
Wow, that's amazing because your kitchen is super small and it's totally open kitchen, <laughs> just like a little studio apartment,、mm. dining room, and kitchen.、Mm. So you do a lot of work. Yeah, we,、space. yeah,、uh, like、uh, I, when people、uh, saw my restaurant before being built out, they thought there is no way that this could be a restaurant, <laughs> it is way too small. But I, I think that it's not a small at all because you can do so much within. Uh, small space,、mm-hmm. so、uh, I don't. This is a perfect size, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, space wise, it's motainai, motainai, and then、uh, if you have more space, you tend to have more waste.、Mm-hmm. But if you have a limited space, all the ingredients are super fresh、mm-hmm. because you have nowhere to store.、Right. You have you just get in the morning and use it, and then get more in the morning、mm-hmm. next day, and then use it. So, it is the best way for us,、mm-hmm. yeah, and stays fresh, everything, yeah, stays fresh, fresh, yes. Right. That's, the, that's why we have no menu、uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the breakfast. And then we hand write the menu every night for dinner. Because、okay. it changes all the time. Right.、Yeah. So that's the, the weekdays. And then you have a weekend tasting menu? Yeah. So we continue doing the ramen omakase tasting menu after the brunch service,、mm-hmm. which is Japanese breakfast. So we technically do three different kinds of experience at Okonomi. So breakfast, And then the Yuji ramen a la carte and the Yuji ramen tasting menu.、Mm-hmm. So the, the tasting menu is a weekend night, Saturday and Sunday.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And、uh, how many dishes? And- so right now we are doing nine dishes. Okay,、mm. and how much?、Uh, it's 100. Okay,、mm. that's a value. <laughs>、right. Yeah, you get just like a sushi omakase,、mm-hmm. each, course is, uh, each course is seafood.、Mm-hmm. And then it's like a sushi omakase style, but it's all ramen, all different ways of.、Uh, Eating ramen and then ways of noodles. Right. So, how can you get the ticket? So, we、uh, use a, a website、uh, mm-hmm. called seatme.com, and、mm-hmm. then、uh, if you can、uh, look for ramen omakase、mm-hmm. under seatme.com,、uh, mm-hmm. you can find the link over our tasting menu,、mm-hmm. and then the customer just g o online and then click the date,、mm-hmm. uh, Saturday or Sunday. We do monthly, so you can find.、Uh, Uh, May uh, right now, and then uh, the last uh, the, uh, weekend over the month, we、uh, release、uh, the next whole month.、Mm-hmm. So that's how we do the reservation. See you in the local. So uh, also, you, you, ser-、um, you serve a very beautiful plate, right?、Mm. Japanese style、right. plate. So can you tell me more about the, what you do、right. with the, in terms of that Japanese?、Uh, you know, so, Since Japanese food is so simply executed, it's usually sliced or it's usually just skewered and roasted.、Mm-hmm. And then、uh, it's really important to have beautiful、uh, ceramics、mm-hmm. and then the beautiful ingredients. So I knew that I could get good、uh, seafood, but、uh, I, wanted, I wanted to make sure that we, I have it. As a, be- a beautiful place that is beautiful.、Mm-hmm. So I was able to f-、uh, meet、uh, this amazing、uh, potter. His name is Jordan Klong.、Uh, he used to own a restaurant called Eat in Greenpoint. Now he's a full time、uh, pottery、uh, artist. And then every month, yeah, he, we collaborate and he makes a shape of our bowls, sake cups,、uh, beer cups. Uh, every, all the bowls that we serve at the、uh, ceramics that we serve at the restaurants are made by him.、Mm-hmm. And then uh, it is, uh, uh, my dream is to make、uh, Japanese food uh, localized、mm-hmm. and then、uh, grow with uh, local 
people.、Mm -hmm. So, this is、uh, another、uh, aspect of my passion.、Mm -hmm. mm. right. So, collaboration with him is amazing, yes.、Right. Yeah. So, yeah. he's doing upstate firing. Uh, 10 more ramen bowls, different glazes,、mm -hmm. uh, five more water cups,、uh, and then he's gonna、uh, bring them down、mm -hmm. uh, Thursday next week. Yeah, so I'm very excited. It's like a omakase, so、mm -hmm. I just tell him the shape, and then he just、uh, does different finishes、oh, all the、wow. time. Yeah, h e almost doing RD with our pottery. Okay, <laughs>、right. so、yeah. you, you can purchase his.、Uh, um, Your work? Yeah, yeah. so uh, uh, sometimes uh, we have a, a, like pottery sales、mm -hmm. yeah,、uh, outside of the restaurant、mm -hmm. with his work. So, yeah, hopefully in the future I would like to have an Okonomi like,、uh, ceramic item、yeah. lineup. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. great. So, yeah.、Uh, we should go to your Facebook, Okonomi. Yeah, page Facebook, yes. To、And、get the information. To get the information, we normally announce it. so... Uh, we don't do it all the time. I wish we could. We don't have、uh, enough space and time. But uh, uh, I would like to、uh, showcase his work, which is、uh, making our restaurant、uh, really beautiful. Right. So, Great. Yeah. All right. So, well, thank you for joining us today, Yuji. And、oh, thank you for,、uh, thank you for yeah. being such a wonderful ambassador <laughs> of Japanese cuisine. And, listeners, if you'd like to know more about Yuji's restaurant,、uh, please visit、uh, www.okonomibk.com. That's O K O N O M I B K.com. And、uh, the Facebook page of Okonomi. And、uh, if you have any questions or comments, please contact us at heritageradionetwork.org. And you can also reach me at、uh, kikokatayama.com. Japanese is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us with questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. 